I just want to do God's will. The kind of revolution that the world needs is a Christian revolution. If you want a miracle, you've got to expect it to happen. You are the recipients of God's grace and God's blessings, and you rejoice in that reality. Welcome to Life Today Live. Hope you've had a good week. I'm excited for this Friday, um, not just because I got the weekend to relax a little bit, but because I have such a wonderful guest. And the history between my dad, James Robinson, and Tommy Barnett, uh, a pastor who just has done so many great things to reach people with the gospel, uh, goes way back, like 30-something years. And uh, decades ago, uh, we went out to Los Angeles where they had acquired the Queen of Angels Hospital, and they were turning it into what they called the Dream Center. And the ministry that has gone on there to a lot of broken, destitute, desperate people has just been beautiful. In fact, it's been a model to uh, expand and, and to go into other areas of ministry. And you're going to hear about one of those today. My guest is Angel Barnett. She's married to Luke Barnett, which is one of Tommy Barnett's sons. And uh, Luke and Matthew have really carried on um expanded you know the ministry of of their that their father started it's all kingdom ministry and life outreach you know we've been we've been close to them for a long time it's beautiful so today is very very interesting because angel barnett is the ceo of the dream institute and they are ministering in a way it's a little little different in a sense um but really really needed and so if you're watching us live you're invited to be a part of the conversation throw your questions in there if you want if you're watching in the replay we'd love your comments and if you haven't liked followed or subscribed do that and you'll get notification of more great interviews like this one angel great to have you on life today live oh i'm so honored to be here i can't thank you enough for this opportunity so where where exactly are you right now well, I'm in Phoenix, Arizona. That's where my husband and I pastor Dream City Church, formerly uh, Phoenix First Assembly, mm -hmm. uh, just working alongside Pastor Tommy Barnett. And, you know, he's such a difference maker. Mm -hmm. And for Luke and I, and I know Matthew and Caroline, to carry on Tommy's initiatives, his dream, his legacy, that's what we intend to do. And we just love doing ministry as a family together. I love it, uh, and you guys have been faithful and to just to to God, and it's a beautiful thing to see. Walk me through this Dream Institute thing because the the way that came about and the work that it does is really special. Take us kind of back to how that all started. Well, branching off from the LA Dream Center, the Phoenix Dream Center uh, was established. Uh, through B Brian Steele's the director, and it has really taken off in the area of human traffic recovery, mm. um, even boys, adults. Um, it's a embassy suite hotel that has 375 people, and that allows people to come off the street through recovery and addiction, but they really started to surge in human traffic recovery program. Uh, they have a, a, a group that is underage trafficking victims, Streetlight USA, and then the Short Creek Dream Center opportunity came to Brian Steele. And that, if you haven't heard, and there have been many documentaries about Warren Jeffs and the infamous polygamists up on the border of Utah, Arizona. Um, 
Utah, Hilldale, and uh, Colorado City, Arizona encompassing, they call that area Short Creek. And that is there on purpose, very difficult to get to, so that they, the cult, um, could oppose um, state lines and laws that applied to their activity mm. to be autonomous and be able to practice polygamy. Uh, so what Warren Jeffs did there was 14,000 people of a systematic dictatorship that decimated people's independence under the guise of religion, really best stated they are refugees of religious war. Hmm. And women and children and families were separated on purpose. They were traded. And that is a form of trafficking, human trafficking, that we really don't talk about. And that is called familial trafficking. Hmm. And that is systemic within that region. They're not drawn into it. They're born into it. So Brielle Decker... She has a Discovery Plus documentary, um, Prisoner of the Prophet, that is out right now, and it really actually showcases her journey. It showcases the Short Creek Dream Center, and she escaped. She tried to escape from uh, 10 different times from other compounds across the country. She uh, was drugged and bound, and she whittled a screw out of a window sill and freed herself, Jeez. escaped wow. um, on her journey she needed a place of recovery and people let her know about the phoenix dream center mm. uh long story short she found us at the phoenix dream center we befriended her take took care of her uh within those years that she escaped and found us she was awarded warren jeff's compound twenty nine thousand square feet 44 bedroom 10 acre compound and so she said to brian Steele, i want you to take my house it, this place, the Phoenix Dream Center, was the place that I needed when I escaped and had nobody to take care of me. Would you consider taking my house? And that was something we had to be very careful and thoughtful to approach a complete FLDS community. That is a radical break off of yeah. the LDS community yeah. in which the LDS does not appreciate being affiliated at right, all with the FLDS. Right. Brian Steele, with great wisdom, approached the bishops um, LDS bishops in Salt Lake City, they had heard of the Dream Center program network and they approved of wow. the program and they gave us their blessing. We did not want to move into a region that we were not welcome. Hmm. That's not why we go into ministry is to make enemies. We want to come alongside all communities. So we were given blessing. We, we did take Brielle Decker's house. Uh, we were able to flip it and, and, change it overhaul we used the wives that were abused he had 86 wives and some of the women who were a part of that house and community they came a, a part of the sweeping out of the dust one women, woman said we are sweeping the evil out of this house mm. um, especially the most traumatizing room in the home is the examination room where they would examine body shame. There was a Murphy bed that came down. There was a hook on the wall. People would stand around. That was a part of the mind bending manipulation that was his way of keeping people um, pushed down. Jeez. So we allowed the women to take a sledgehammer with a behavioral <laughs> health counselor to that room and be a part of taking back their 
their uh, even the power of the word no mm. that was not allowed they were mm. told to keep sweet uh pray and obey and put that smile on the face no matter what was going on in your life keep sweet um so what we were able to do in bringing this house from a place of cap captivity to restoration it was such a privilege over the last five years we have renovated licensed with the state of utah so we have a program in which we are able to take moms and children into the program and they heal together place of safe housing it is education uh, behavioral health counseling with a christ-centered approach um, and an education that allows them job skill training. Then we have a transition house. After they live with us for a year or however long their journey is, they can go into the transition house. They have a job, they pay a program fee, they have transportation, we're budget coaching and assessing, are they truly stabilized? The beautiful missing element that is essential is the church. Mm. The church to come around mentors in people's lives. Usually people are in this scenario, trafficking of all different areas in which they don't have support system, families, love and safety. And, and the church really can come alongside people in that way and adopt a mom and adopt a kid in that in that way so um the church is an essential part of it also the food bank we have up in colorado city uh is feeds 1.4 million pounds of food a year uh, within the domination of the cult food was abused through their social score their compliance mm. so when we started handing out food they were really waiting for us to say what's in it for you mm -hmm. and so when they found out that we weren't going anywhere we were just being the hands and feet of jesus loving serving we let the holy spirit speak to the wounded spirit and soul of a person and say something was wrong with the way i was raised this is not natural it's not normal and it's not god mm -hmm. uh the prophet had every house bugged he was able to hear what people were talking about there was cameras on every corner so when they were in church they would uh, uh, warren jeffs would say god has told me he would call a person out say you're planning on running away with so and so and they would go oh my word you are the prophet oh. so a high technical manipulation managed to encompass a town of fourteen thousand people that's crazy and so when we give tours of the home to people that are coming and seeing what is happening you're able to see the intranet and and see that everything that there is illegally run um the the cox communication people that were up there helping us said what are you people into because all of this is illegal wow. up in the attic there there is vis visuals of of cameras they're watching every room mm. we're like we didn't put that in yeah. um but the women then begin to realize this is a roof this is not real yeah. this was a technical setup then jesus is able to speak to the heart of a person and say there is a hope and a future to heaven and eternity and it's not through your good works so when you're abused by religion how yeah. do you go into a community and say jesus loves you right we can't even say the word church church mm. to them was Cult. the meeting center and church and the prophet and God, all of that was the entity that abused them, that raped them, that stole mm. their children, that traded mm. their mothers and fathers. So we've ha we're there for the long game. And long story short, we have over half of our staff are women from the community that went through the program. They love the Lord. They are hosting Joyce Meyer's 
battlefield of the mind <laughs> Bible studies within the community. So here's the great thing. It's less about us now. It's about them recovered because they are the face of the community. And so they are now just allowing the influx of other women who need to be rescued and don't know how a safe place to come. Uh, we serve about 85% from the community, but we have many girls from different scenarios. Uh, we had seven beautiful Native American girls. Uh, Victor Marks is an ex-Delta member and the cartel is running rampant on the reservation because there's no laws that apply to our law system. Mm -hmm. The cartel has figured that out and um, Victor Marks was able to rescue, decompress their location um, and then go ahead and partner with us. Um, and he said, he said to us, I don't ever want to keep uh, a traffic victim for two weeks again in my life. He goes, the, 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 the trauma, the drama, the, the messiness of the emotion. He goes, I need you to stay alive. Those that rescue need those that recover in the program that does that. Cause it's 360 days a year. They become family and uh, we're there when they are having a meltdown mm. and things go wrong, but we get to be there and champion them when they get on the other side and recover. So it is, it's just a privilege to be able to walk this journey. God is making an impact in that town. It is not us. We would have never been able to come alongside and offer any healing without this being God's will um, over a hundred years. This has been going on in this region. Mm. So for the, the demonic oppression and resistance of us coming in, the prayer warriors that go before us and fight those battles before we get there, that we're all called to have our part in, in Dream Center recovery. And I'm just so grateful for the churches across America and the women that uh, pray pray us into victory. Mm, that is That is like Wild West stuff of ministry. <laughs> uh, I mean, and, and A little bit. kudos to the Mormon church uh, for assisting you guys in that. I know they did not like the Warren Jeffs thing. And I mean, they were a thorn in their side and, and they left the Mormon church because Mormon church didn't right. approve of what they were doing. But I, 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 I mean, you covered it, but I'm thinking the whole time, I mean, how do you talk about God to people that have been hearing about God from a false prophet for so long, manipulated and abused? I, I, I can it has to be it has to be the Holy Spirit to do something right. there because I think in human terms, if if I had been abused by some religious nutcase for my whole life, I would want nothing to do with anything that even sounded right. like religion. Yes. I, what what do those women say that that came out of such a, a, a religious abusive situation? That, uh, that when when the light goes on that okay god's not god is good and and and, and real religion takes care of the widows and orphans it doesn't abuse them right, uh, right. what what how, how does that even what does it even look like so a beautiful question that was asked of brielle decker uh, by one of our congregation members she said how did you know that your religion and what you were under was wrong and why do you now know that you do serve Jesus and who he is to you? Mm -hmm. How do you, how are you, how are you able to differentiate between yeah, the two? Yeah, great question. And her answer was so powerful and only God. She said, there were too many miracles in my life 
to deny that there's not a good God and he is for me and there's a hope and a future. And that's God's job. Mm. We are called to be hands and feet and do what we can do, but he can only go into the depths and the soul of a person that has been wounded. And the beautiful pipeline that Brian Steele creates through the Phoenix Dream Center are people that have come through trauma, recovery, addiction, and they become leaders. So the directors Mm. of the Shore Creek Dream Center are from the Phoenix Dream Center. And they went through the program and they worked their way up to leading the most successful human trafficking initiative, um, so much so that um, President Trump's Human Trafficking Task Force visited us a few years ago and they tried to figure out what our programming, why our programming was getting 95 percentile of success rate. Mm. That's a year and a half after graduation. Mm. And honestly, the missing piece to that is only the church. It's people getting involved, it's placing these people who have been traumatized by life circumstances into the body of Christ. It fills the gap of what's missing in all of our lives. If your family environment is not healthy, if if you've lost a husband or or your mother and father and you you don't have a good representation, the church gets to fill that gap. Um, Everyone's journey is different. Everyone's story is different. Even up in Colorado City, everyone's story is different. So our directors who have been through something have immediately the respect of those that are going through something. So when you have their ear and you serve them, no strings attached, you have their heart, and then Jesus goes to work. <laughs> yeah. And your 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 purposes, God's purposes, true purposes, are are to build, to give life, not not to suck the life out of people like like right. the cult kind of thing. Okay. Uh, I'm going to show people the website. This is the Dream Institute's uh, website. Thedreaminstitute.org is the website. Sure. It looks just like this. We're talking to Angel Barnett. She's a CEO out there and I have a question. Um, so I, I, I mean, beautiful work with those who were trafficked through the the cult, basically. But you mentioned Victor Marx, who is fabulous. Um, wouldn't want to be on the wrong side of him in a small let's room. Let's stay his friend. Yes, we <laughs> yes stay let's his stay his friend. friend. He's been on several times. Um, and the cartels. And, and I'm curious about the other human trafficking that you're seeing, especially there in Phoenix. Is this coming across the border, or is this uh, you know, West Coast related. What 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 what's going on with the the trafficking in your state? The all border states are going to be subject to the intensity of what's going on. It has only exploded the yeah. human trafficking yeah. traffickers initiatives, as drugs can be used one time and a human life can be used over and over and over, which shortens their lifespan. Now, the crazy thing is, is us normal urban city folk (laughs) are lulled to sleep to think it doesn't happen in our backyard. (laughs) We think it's international. We think it's on the border. It's in your backyard. Mm -hmm. Your young ladies and even boys, men are being groomed by a plant at a high school, someone who is inviting them to a party. It's natural social dynamic that draws a person in. That girl goes to that party. She gets drugged, drink easily, gets shipped off to a house. This has happened 
in Phoenix, in your middle to upper class community, mm -hmm. they take pictures of her mm -hmm. in really compromising positions. They show her these pictures when she wakes up and she, they say to her, we know you have a little sister. We know you have a little brother. Mm. This is going to happen to them. Mm. This girl, to protect her family, will jump in and out of her window in the middle of the night, trafficking herself out of the protection of her family. That is your, they are so ahead of where we think they are because they just live and breathe crime mm. and abuse. Mm. Uh, so we, as parents, I'm uh, very appreciative of the Sounds of Freedom mm -hmm. movie. Yeah. Uh, yes, it is international. That is one area that shows, but it was very relevant. That little girl you saw was drawn in by the opportunity. I can be a model. You can be in a pageant. Your daughter's so beautiful. Yeah. They had this beautiful groomer in front of her. That translates right to America mm -hmm. in any city. So we need to know who our children are talking to and not chase the cultural American dream of being famous because they use that natural draw for people to go, oh, they think my daughter's beautiful. Maybe she can become famous. They read us before we even read ourselves. Okay. Now you, you change the topic if you don't, if you don't want to go here, but I, some of the reaction, cause I saw the sound of freedom out in Orlando before it came out and, uh, and, and met, uh, uh, what's his name? Tim something. The guy that, that's based Ballard. On. Yeah, Ballard. Um, the the way that some of the media has reacted to that to try to paint it as some nutcase conspiracy theory kind of stuff, and the way that I mean they tried to nobody wanted to to fund the film. I'm kind of looking at this going, you know, because you, you I've heard you we've heard the QAnon kind of stuff about. Uh, pedophile rings and trafficking and all that kind of stuff for for years and i think like you say most of us go not in our backyard right we had a bust right here in keller where i lived for 19 years just a few years ago where there was a house and it was just it was a trafficking house and this is a nice, nice neighborhood i'm there looking you go. At, i'm looking at all of this going is is this way worse than i could imagine you know it the, is beyond the sounds of freedom for anyone to say that this is a conspiracy, it is because the truth is getting out and they are sweating That's and what it looks shaking like. in their boots. And it is the biblical truth of exposure. And they will try to deconstruct and demonize the truth. So I applaud the movie that has conversations going. And mm -hmm. let me tell you, they are barely scratching the surface. The things that they're finding over the border mm. will never make the news. People could barely handle what they saw in Sounds of Freedom. I won't even go there because I don't know everyone that's watching, but it is so much darker and deeper than you think. So I would like anyone to think that it is a conspiracy to ask those that have been rescued and abused how much of a tin foil approach that is, because mm. that is ridiculous. So you look a survivor in the eye and ask them if this is a conspiracy. Mm. I dare them. You're, I mean, you're, you see it. You, you <laughs> we would live know. it. Yeah, you live it. Uh, goodness. Um, and I, again, I won't ask you to comment on this. You can if you want. I, th <laughs> I think that the, the Biden crime family that's in the, white, the, the cocaine White House right now, 
their policies are uh, responsible for the expansion of this, enriching the cartels, both through drugs and human trafficking. And I think it's disgusting. I don't see how there can't, and I'm not a big, you know, God's here to judge you. I think, you know, John three seventeen, Jesus didn't come into the world to condemn the world, but the world might be saved through him. But I, I know that our, our sin condemns us. And I think that it is a sin to uh, allow and really enable this kind of trafficking uh, with, especially along you know our southern border, we face it here in Texas. Um, I, I don't know how you can expect anything but really rotten fruit from what's going on in our country right now. 100%. Um, God is still in control. Yeah. We win in the end. We were given protection biblical protection from our pulpits. It's up to pastors to speak what is relevant to our culture, how it intersects with biblical principles. And we need our pastors to really press in, stay biblically grounded, but be aware of the hijacking of an abortion topic, politicizing it. No, it's biblical. This is God's initiative. We will take that back and we will speak about it in love and present that opportunity of healing to those that are all affected by abortion. This is the same thing with human trafficking. And yes, we do not have an administration that is going to protect us, but we are in a time and a space that is probably the most exciting to live in because we may not get America back the way we think. There will be no man, there will be no woman that gets to stand and get the credit for getting America back. It will be God. And are we in a season that we won't get it back, but there will be such an awakening through the soft environment of America that we think nothing bad's gonna happen to here. Well, God is calling all of us who will take the assignment, bring up our armor and, and charge because I feel time is short. We're not slowing down. We're going to press forward. We are going to be persecuted. And this is where we are. And this is, we're, we're close to our, our, our everlasting calling and the second coming. This is really amazing. And so this world that we live in right now, this is the time to be sharing the gospel, loving people, standing firm. And, and we just called the churches a call to action to be bold and brave, yeah, okay. but to do it with the way Jesus did it, with and, love. Yes, and, and I want to ask you about that, but you're 100% right. When the darkness gets darker, th- that light shines even brighter, and that's what we're called to do. We're not called to curse the darkness. We're called to light the light, and I love that that's what you guys are doing out there with the, with the rescuing and the restoring and rebuilding. You're, you're, you're doing what— Jesus came to do, you know, it's for freedom that he came to set us free. And this is, this is the, it can be easy to slip into a a cynical, uh, posture in the church, you know, uh, Lord, just come wipe them all out or something. That is not, that is not it. What you guys are doing out there at the dream Institute and the dream center is exactly what we are called to do. Here's my last question, unless you want to add something else, because this is a big topic. What what does the average person, the average Christian, and the average church that may not be on the front line, what what do they need to know, or what do they need to maybe even do 
to to get into this fight. And I know supporting you guys is always an option. You're not asking for that. I'm suggesting that. You can go to the website. I'm, you, I'm guessing you have a place where people can donate on the website, do you? Sure. Okay. So that's always good. But for people that are like, man, I want to get in this fight. I want to rescue right. lives. What, what, what can we do? Well, it is because um, on the backs and generosity of so many churches across the nation that the Dream Center LA, Phoenix, Short Creek um, exist. Mm-hmm. And and we it is a place that we've had men travel in trucks and trailers across from Oklahoma, show up to the Dream Center and bring their contracting skills. We've oh, had wow. educators who are retired come up and educate. Mm-hmm. You know, each city has its own initiatives. I'd, I'd encourage a congregation member to listen to what their pastor is calling you to. Every person has a divine disruption. It is what you can't ignore, unsee. Yeah, right. You have to do. Right. And what I would encourage your pastor is trying to reach out to the community as a congregation member, get involved where God is calling you, where your local church is calling you. Yeah. I know there's a lot of angst in the world of this this big crazy thing is going on, but how do I get involved? Let's just get involved with what is right, what God is speaking to you personally. Mm. And that is, if, if we all try to get on one train, yeah. then we're not delivering the goods across the nation of what good God point. is calling us to do. Real good point. But you know that that's a wise word because a lot of times when we you know you see something like this you think oh I might got to go with it no I mean like you said right. the the problem of trafficking is in everybody's backyard so yeah you don't have right. to go far to be able to make an impact all right Angel this is this is eye opening this is big um, is there anything you want to you want to add before I let you go any final word anything we didn't cover oh just. Thank you for what you do, the platform in which you are able to share um, the diversities of our callings. And I'm just uh, in a season of my life where my children are raised and out of the house um, as a woman to other women, I would say your greatest moments of reboot are ahead of you. We want to finish strong Hmm. in life. The best years are not behind you. We have, until we're not breathing, you are called. We are all called to make a difference and an impact. And our calling is all different. Mm -hmm. And I love the diverse God that we serve. And, you know, the opportunity to be impactful and make a difference in purpose-driven life is what gives us a reason to get out of bed in the morning. And without it, we are not fulfilling our genetic makeup of Christ-centered, kingdom-impactful life. So good. Thank you. A, really Thank a you. pleasure and I, I had not met angel prior to today's conversation i'd met matthew and caroline and luke and of course tommy and and now i feel like i feel like finally there's a, a completeness to, <laughs> to the relationships here so right so, i love it wonderful i love the work i really love the work that you guys are doing uh and and appreciate the time if there's ever anything that that i can do that we can do to Thank kind you. of shine the light get the word out you know you've Thank got friends you. here. Uh, we just appreciate you guys. Tell everybody out there hello. I will. Thank you so much. Thank you guys out there for watching. Hit the share button. You know, it, it irritates me, <laughs> to be blunt, it irritates me the way that our media, uh, our politicians just kind of bury a very 
real issue uh, and and not not to go overboard into you know ridiculous things. The problem's real, but the answer is real, and we have it in Christ. And so let's get the word out. Appreciate you guys watching, being here. If uh, if you haven't liked, followed, or subscribed, as I mentioned, please do that uh, and and check out the Dream Institute, thedreaminstitute.org, right there on the screen. And we'll see you again next time here on Life Today Live. Oh, it's soon going to end. And truth will be on the soul of your day. Sunday is coming.